Welcome into the Sports Buffoons Podcast. Yo, let's go out there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the world. Welcome on in back again, once again, to the Sports Buffoon Studios here out of Lenexa, Kansas. Thank you all so much for joining out there. We appreciate y'all so much for coming back out to hang out with the buffoons. Uh, that's what we're good at doing, good, good at being. Uh, that's what we're all about. Uh, to my right, I got Tanner Dawson. To my left, I got Jason JG. Yay, yay! I'm Mike Soto running it, and uh, we got some things to talk about today, without a doubt. Um, my goodness. So first of all, <laughs> Tanner, I feel like we might have something to, to explain about what happened over the last uh, few days for ourselves. Finally, it was you and I out of town. JG stayed back behind. Yeah. Um, but tell me, how was your trip to Milwaukee? Phenomenal. Well, uh, you went to Milwaukee Green Bay, right? Milwaukee Green Both? Bay, okay. right? So, you know, drive up was nice. Hit some snow. As we entered Wisconsin, nothing out of the ordinary, right? Took a little longer to get there. No, no big deal. I uh, hit some, uh, hit a, or had some different breweries than I have had in the past as well. Uh, beer that's in tap. Went to a Christmas Christmas bar, uh, but most importantly, got to go to Green Bay. Got to go tailgate right in front of the Packers Stadium because it's reserved lot. So you can't. It's not like Chiefs lot. It's reserved lot only mm. for so many spaces. We were in a lot. Probably within the next row of us, there's probably like six of us. So where's everybody else parked? Where do you go? Uh, there's uh, another parking spot just south or like west. Like its own lot, basically? Yeah, it's own uh, lot. Okay. Interesting. So it's, uh, yeah. I think that's how a lot of downtown stadiums kind of do it. Yeah. Well, there's that and then But about, that's not downtown, is it? No. It's like off on its own little It's distance. off on its own. And then 10 minutes from there, about a 10-minute walk, there was another parking lot at a grocery store that was like $25 parking there. So you kind of just find parking where you can, or you Uber up if you're. And they have like a area. shuttle bus to take you to the stadium, or what? No, I didn't see any. You shuttle just buses. how do you get from? So you park your car. How do you get to the stadium then? You walk. Just 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 walk. start start walking. Everybody was walking. So like two miles or what? That's what it looked like. So, hmm. I mean. Okay, that's interesting. So it, it was definitely um, a different setup there. Overall, so what was the environment being at the game? Uh, being at the game it was pretty cool. We were 15 rows up behind the Chiefs bench of the 30 yard line. Uh, pretty awesome. Great crowd, uh, sold out. Of course, great. I mean, it looked really cool inside too. The stadium. They have so many suites, so many suites inside that thing. It's ridiculous. Mm. Uh, so they have done some upgrades over the year. I tell you, they have. They have. You, you can tell there's an extra section. It goes up to like the sevens for rows or for mm. uh, sections and all that. So, uh, it was it was pretty spectacular. The uh. Um, the go pack go chance were, were actually pretty cool. I will give it that. It's you know despite the game what it went on, the go pack go chance when they came out were were pretty cool. It was like the chop, uh, in a way okay. that feeling. It was like wow, this is actually kind of cool. They had the their flashlights on. They made it dark. The intros is oh, yeah. also pretty awesome. Um, I will say though the tailgating with the snow coming down as we tailgated with the slight wind, nothing. Nothing else was more perfect than that right there. So, um, despite my uh, name calling at the uh, Chanel being on the bench the entire day, so mm. okay. Well, it sounds like uh, the the atmosphere was pretty cool. At it least. was awesome. I mean, obviously, that, we'll talk about the game here in a couple a, minutes. By the way, but, there was tons of Chiefs fans there. We tailgated right next to Chiefs fans mm-hmm. as well. 
tons of Chiefs fans came up to us. Uh, Packers fans were really cool about it. You know, they had more. It was it was friendly, uh, but it it was overall it was a pretty cool environment. Uh, would would definitely go back. There you go. There you go. Uh, now, real quick, so Milwaukee, uh, what, what were you running to that was really good? Uh, well, Good City had a 14%er that you would like a lot. Had two of those. You said they had a, they had stouts and IPAs that were both yeah, high? Yeah, yeah. Like some big daddy stouts? Some, some big daddy stouts. And, and double, triple IPAs? Uh, that was from, I had, it was at the Christmas bar, so it was the one from actually Cleveland, I believe was the 9%er. Oh. Uh, and there was another one uh, just... On the other side of the lake in Michigan, uh, that was a Christmas beer, legit called a Christmas beer. It had a little bit of cinnamon taste, but it tasted like a Christmas-style beer, and it was phenomenal. So, uh, I mean, there, I could go on and on. There's so many good beers out there, guys, in Milwaukee. <clears throat> but I didn't get a chance to really brewery hop, but I did get a chance to taste a bunch of varieties. So, uh, it's it pretty good stuff. And if anyone's listening, it's uh, Tanner's birthday. So, give, give Tanner a nice happy birthday. I think yesterday yeah. was the official day. Monday. But- Monday. Was it Monday? Yep. The fourth. The fourth. Okay, there you go. So, so that, that, yeah, he's like, what is he? Forty-seven years old. It's like well, one year. He's one year ahead of me. Actually, <clears throat> I'm going to yeah. turn forty-seven next year. We, he's forty-seven right now. Back when we used to be on chat roulette every <laughs> once in a while. Good job, Tanner. He people would like we got on chat roulette when he was like twenty-three, and they all thought he was my dad or something. So <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. I think they thought what I am now. Right? It was like thirty-four. And that's what I am. So. Okay, 34. Tanner just out there just being honest with you. Thanks, Starsky. Appreciate that. I'm so. glad. Yeah, I'm glad you had a good time up there, Tanner. Fun. You still owe me a trip to a Milwaukee Bucks playoff game that still uh, has not happened. You know, happened. they played there that night and we didn't go. Well, uh, we need to go there and you, you owe me some fucking tickets. That's all I can say. We'll see when we get closer what we can get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, how you doing, man, Jason? Doing, doing well, man. I've got the uh, white Russian cut water. Glad you guys talked about your fucking uh, out of town endeavors was, there. He didn't talk about his Vegas trip yet. Well, he'll talk about it here in a minute because <laughs> I, I just I want to throw this out there, man. You motherfuckers went out of town without me, but you know what? It doesn't matter because I still got hammered, even though I was here and you were there. It's the same fucking thing. There's no difference. It does not matter where you are. If, if the three of us are all hammered at the same time, the location actually doesn't matter. It's going to feel just about the same the last time I checked. But, you know, let, tell me about your trip, Mike. Yeah, no, it was it was a great time, of course. I mean, uh, honestly, it was we did, a, we did a lot within a few days, without a doubt. But I felt like every night I couldn't tell which night that I was there was I the most drunkest because it, one, of the, one of those nights was like a bourbon night where it was just like, just drinking bourbon the whole night. But we, when, I, when I showed up there, my, my dad was there, and he had like four bottles of bourbon or three bottles of bourbon or something like that. And I'm just like, oh, boy, okay, well, we got to go through all this somehow in the room. Uh, that's not even including everything we're going to have out in the Strip uh, or Fremont Street, but for that matter, or anything else for that matter. Um, and so that was quite a challenge of its own, uh, something that I, I did my best to take head on. Um, I, I, I did as good as I could, man. All I know is uh, – we had a lot of fun out there. It was good to see and hang out with my family the whole time. Yeah. Um, I know my girlfriend had a good time out there this time. Um, and so, I mean, overall, it's just it's a good experience. And it's one of those things that you just uh, – you always enjoy it while it's there and um, appreciate just, you know, hanging out with your family and getting drunk with your mom and dad. Because, you know, I do that maybe twice a year. 
And so yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like one of those things, you know, it's I'll take advantage of it when I can. So what was the cleanup situation like for Formula One? Was it fully cleaned up or did it still look like a shit show out there? No, it wasn't bad. So the Formula One I was, I was curious about, there's still a bunch of like skeleton, uh, essentially um, the frames, the frames or whatever that. from yeah. the stands there. So that's still, still there on the Bellagio side of things. Um, but overall, like our room was on the south side. So we, we weren't uh, going up too far on the north end of the strip. We did jump over to Fremont, so that was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, for the most part, um, I just remember the, the walk on Sunday was longer. I mean, I, I don't remember it really well, but um, I, I remember somehow I ended up back in my room at least after, like, ordering, like, $40, $40 worth of food for no reason at all. Um, when I got back because I thought I was starving, but I get I did get to have In N Out Burger. I had an In Out Burger okay. and then walked all the way back to my room from In N Out Burger. And at that point I thought I needed more food for some reason. And then Man. I ate maybe thirty five percent of it, something like that. Um so you I don't know my you pulled a Bakins? I I did love I did <laughs> I did love this one moment where I was sitting there by myself on my phone at the at the restaurant. Where I, I asked the uh, guy that gave me the food, I was like, "Okay, how much do I owe you?" And he goes, "Oh, you already paid." So I, I did. I did enjoy that moment because I went, "Wow, I really need to get up to my room right now. This is going to end poorly." So that was fun, um, but no, it was just exhausting. I mean, I the recovery rate for the last couple of days has been pretty rough. Um, Monday. So what's funny about that? Monday was our fly home day, and so like I didn't. I was a zombie. And so I was like trying to like get myself to wake up in any moment, do anything, or and I, I really couldn't. But uh, my girlfriend was wanting to, you know, try to party more. And uh, eventually, like three hours into it, I'm like, okay, hell, I'll have a beer again. <laughs> so but you like, did do. You had four shots on the plane, correct? You told me you had like four four separate shots on the oh, airplane. I don't know. I might have had something on the plane. <laughs> I was trying yeah. to fight off the uh, inevitable. <clears throat> Um, of the hangover, which, you know, the old hair of the dog or whatever you want to call it thing doesn't end up so well normally. So, I think um, I think what you were doing is trying to fight off the inevitable COVID-19. That's probably what you were doing. Because uh, well, the more you drink, the more likely you are to get that fucking COVID-19. That's probably what you were trying to fight off. Likely that, and well, I appreciate I, you for that. I didn't get no COVID-19. I don't want there. you breathing that shit on me right now. No, I didn't You've get only no been COVID- back for two fucking days, you piece of shit. <laughs> Don't well, breathe that shit. You don't on know me. whether I've been vaccinated or not, so I might be safe. <laughs> you you've been vaccinated. Come on, yeah, you, I've seen okay. your fucking card, you dirty piece of shit. I know you've yeah, been you. Yeah, that's vaccinated. true. You have seen my card. <laughs> seen the fucking card. Don't try to lie. Uh, I like how they put stamps on it now. Have you guys been getting your boosters? No. Yeah, they just come around and give you a stamp on your card. So it's yeah. like it's like you never. Whenever you go to a. Uh, you know, check out a certain places, they collect all the stamps. By the time you get a ring around it, then they give you a free one. Yeah, that's I like did. that's like doing the, the boosters, except you get the, the super booster I did. at the end. I, I did get the stamps. Card. I got my stamps. I actually felt like I yeah. was at Chuck E. Cheese. When exactly. The moment they gave me that stamp, I was you like, get a free prize. Felt like I was fucking five years old, and I'm back at Chuck E. Cheese Go getting my get fucking another stamps one. and shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dave says, don't blame your daddy for drinking. It's all about choices. Uh-huh. I, I appreciate <laughs> these, uh, these choices that I was encouraged to be doing along the way, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 hey, the, the bourbon night was pretty dang good. I mean, that was, that was a lot of fun. I had too much, you know, it was, the problem was that they were playing metalcore 
inside this tiny little um, container place, no. and it's like a. And so they're the whole time I'm in there, they're playing my music. That dive dive bar place, right? Well, no, not that one. That's a different, a different spot. One. Different. Like this is a nice place. Oh wow, okay. this is like a high okay. end, gotcha. nice, nice, tiny container little place. But the whole time I'm in there, they're they're playing metalcore, and I got to talk to the bartender during the whole thing, and like I'm just sitting there in love with the fact I'm listening to metal and drinking a bunch of bourbons at the same time. And like that, to me, was just like my perfect situation to be in. So I, I could have stayed there forever, but um, I, those, those were some great drinks along the way. And uh, the, I'm, and I've I've been feeling them. Um, <laughs> I've been feeling them. Uh, so I'm trying to trying to get through this this whole uh, week essentially, and until I'm back to normal, hopefully. But uh, anyways, guys, um, you guys ready to talk some? Some football and some that, sports. You know what? That was a very long intro. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, I might want to ask you guys if we have any topics tonight. Do we have any fucking topics or you want well, to do the gotta, intro the rest of the Talk about our easy money bet this week. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, I mean, we always do that, <clears throat> though. But, I mean. In Chiefs. we got other topics. You guys right. saw today's national day, obviously. That's right. And it, sure. it was. It, today is not. Na- to, we'll get to this in a bit. I but hope not. Today I is national national pawn shop day. So I'm curious what we have to say about that, but technically um, pawn broker uh, day. Pawn broker day. I don't know what the difference would be even <laughs> between those two things. But well, you got a broker and then you got a shop, right? <laughs> so your broker's a person, the shop's a shop. Who are you more in favor of, Tanner? The broker or the shop? I'm probably more in favor of the person that's behind the shop. Yeah. Behind the shop? I mean, yeah. like, behind the owner oh. of the shop. You oh. know what I mean? Like, the person behind the shop? Not the behind the, the shop. The owner of the shop? The owner of the shop. The person who's behind of starting the business. Uh, okay. Who's running the counter? That's all I want to know. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, well, let's talk Chiefs for a few minutes at least. Um, obviously, the game itself was pretty aggravating. I know uh, where I was watching it, there was not many Chiefs fans around me. Uh, I did my best to show my support for the team, Be- even being in Las Vegas. Um I'm sure a lot of people around me did not like my cheering. But then again, I made to make sure that they knew I was there. But we ended up with a loss at the end of the day, didn't we? And it was not pretty. It was not easy. It was a, was it 27 to 19? 27 19. Um, and once <clears throat> again, the receivers failed this team at the end of the day, as well as there was some uh, questionable calls with the officials along the way, too, because we saw at the end of the game, Marcos Valdez Scantling uh, getting mauled on the back, basically. Someone was giving him the Superman. Um, and then we had, you know, Sky Moore just, just not really being relevant again. And, and the, the Sky Moore is one of those characters on this roster that has not improved from year one to year two. He's the exact same player as he was a year ago. And if, if you're not improving in this in this game, especially in this roster, then what are you doing on this on this team? It makes no sense. Um, so it's it's been frustrating to see a lot of regression has taken place too across the board. Um, and I'm not necessarily talking about. Travis Kelsey or MVS. I mean, it's just regression in general in the receiving game has just been down across the board for this roster. And now we're at the point where our best weapon on offense is Isaiah Pacheco, who currently has a shoulder contusion. I mean, the guy's correct. You know, getting pounded. The way he runs is 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 hardcore. It's not for the weak. Eighteen rushes, one hundred ten yards. <clears throat> Great game from Pacheco, without a doubt. Um, so no question about that. But uh, I think we saw. Defensive frustration too, because we saw the Packers' offense get to kind of you know slowly, methodically move the ball down the field against the Chiefs over the course of the whole game. Ball control was huge in this game. Um, and I think that's something that we have not sat there and had to witness yet. We weren't used to getting some stops early on and forcing punts, yes, and at least creating turnovers, something, <clears throat> something, you know, early on in the game. 
this didn't happen. That did not happen at all um, throughout this game. And the Packers just controlled the clock, controlled the tempo, and all those kinds of things. So well, It was a few weeks back I asked you guys the question, and this was the game for it. Do we trust the Chiefs' offense if the Chiefs' defense struggles? Do we have to trust the offense no. to, to go blow for blow? Right. Yeah, why Why would we? Yeah. we. The assumption, like when I, when I walked into this game, I thought my final score was going to be 24 to 13 Chiefs because I believed in the defense that much. And I only assumed it would be 24 because the defense would get so many stops that it would allow the offense good field position. Yeah, None of that happened. None of the, Nothing even close to that. And also, Chris Jones, you know, we're sitting here towards the back end of the year now. He's got seven and a half sacks. He's disappearing too much for a guy that wanted $32 million a year. So, I don't know. Tell me what your guys' thoughts from the game before we move on to the Bills. I'll let you go, Jason, before I do. The, the game fucking sucked, man. I mean, and I – I don't have a whole lot to say here except that we were sitting here talking about we thought that the Chiefs were going to win and that it was going to be a low-scoring game. Ended up 27-19. But what a piss-poor game. Like, what a shitty game that was. And the only excuse I can think of in terms of the NFL letting this kind of outcome happen is the fact that the landscape of the NFL, specifically the AFC, it's it's so even right now. When you look at all of these AFC teams, nobody, you can't trust any of these teams to make it to the Super Bowl right now. Mike, I talked to you about this earlier. You look at the NFC, it's kind of it's pretty cut and dry. Like the 49ers are the favorite, and then you've got the Philadelphia Eagles after that. Then you got the Cowboys. It's pretty cut and dry, but when you look at the AFC landscape, it's wide open. And so I feel like the NFL was just looking at this and saying, okay, well, we're going to make the Chiefs lose this game because there's no other threats in the AFC. They've already beaten the Dolphins, so nobody really trusts the Dolphins to make it to the Super Bowl. Nobody trusts the Ravens. Nobody trusts any of these fucking teams. So we're just going to leave it wide open. You know, we're gonna make some we're gonna make Vegas some money here, which is exactly what they did. And uh it was a it was a shitty game to watch. Um the only thing I noted was the fact that Travis Kelsey, man, he looks like he's banged up. And he I don't does. know I don't know what he it is hurt. with him. And I know when we talked about this just a few weeks ago, talking about the uh Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift combo there, and I think the three of us mostly agreed that that it was a good thing that he was dating her and that they were, you know, building this relationship and what have you. And that that's what I thought back then. I'm, I'm starting to change my tune a little bit. I'm still on board with that whole relationship of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. However, I will tell you this, um, his legs are a little bit weak and I can see it on the field. Okay. <laughs> I can see it on the field. He's not the uh, same shit. fucking guy, okay? So, I, I'm i going to go with my same <clears throat> opinion that I did when we talked about this like four weeks ago. I am on board with the relationship of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Until, okay, that's the key word. Until he starts filling her up with that baby batter. At the point when he does this, his career is finished. Okay? It's over. It may be over right now. 
I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, okay? I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because he's fucking Travis Kelsey, man. He's the greatest, greatest fucking tight end to ever fucking play the game. He's getting the benefit of the doubt. So, but his legs are weak right now. When he starts pumping her full of that shit and gets her pregnant or what have you, or they get married, whatever you want to throw out there, it's over. Because the guy is no spring chicken. You can already see that his legs are weak. And, um, yeah. His we, arms we're, are steady. We're going to be, you guys, you guys sit here. We've sat here for I don't know how many fucking weeks and talked about, oh, we got to get a receiver core. Oh, next drill. We got to look at the draft next year and get some fucking receivers in here. You might want to start looking at the replacement at the tight end position because this guy may or may not be cooked. <clears throat> All right. I Whoa. just want to say one thing before we continue on that. Uh, Travis Kelsey still leads the NFL in receiving yards for a tight end. Uh, just to make that clear, he is still the number one tight end in the league. So even if he is uh, exhausted and emptied out, I think that you know you're still getting the best production a tight end can give you in the modern NFL of what we have to work with. Um, and that's that's with a bunch of turd receivers that can't uh, help run routes to create separation for a guy like Travis Kelsey. Um, the whole offense itself has, has been lacking. And there was uh, some quotes this week about with from Tyree Kill, as a matter of fact, about Eric Bieniemy and kind of the way he actually had an impact for the team. And that was about holding guys accountable. And that was about always never letting guys get complacent. And this entire receiving group looks complacent to me. Um, and especially MVS to be regressing down, you know, 60%, 70% from what he was even a year ago, which even then wasn't anything great. Sky Moore getting no better whatsoever, if not worse in some areas. Um, and then, you know, you got some other crap going on. Like, we'll talk about Justin Ross in a minute. But you got just Rasheed Rice out there who his average depth of reception is in the bottom 100 in the NFL. Uh, why would you not get him more involved in the downfield passing game? Um, stuff like that doesn't make any sense to me. So the issues are very internal for the Chiefs, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say all the issues have to do with whatever's coming out of Travis Kelsey's penis. So uh, if that's what you're insinuating, Star, I couldn't tell. Star C wants to know: Is Swift going <clears throat> to get fired? Is Swift going to get fired? Yeah. What does that mean? Is she under contract for something? No, just are they going to break up? That's all he wants to know. No, she's <coughs> going to get pregnant. She's going to get yeah. pregnant before they fire. Yeah, she's her going ass. to get the nutter butter. So I, 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 I don't think uh, this was a NFL push game. I don't think this was a Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey issue since Swift or since Kelsey led the way with eighty-one yards. It's an NFL issue because of that. It's not pass uh, interference. Not that's one play. That was a joke. This game should have never came down to that, anyways. Period. Green Bay isn't that good. Losing Tranquil killed. Okay. Yeah, that hurt. I will say Tranquil. Co Cochran did Cochran things. He wasn't that bad, but he's not Tranquil and he's not Bolton. My know? my issue is we had Chanel standing on the sidelines. Yeah. A lot. Which, and I was yelling. Well, the other a issue lot. I want to point out real quick is that we walked into this game <clears throat> going against AJ Dillon. He's one of the bigger backs in the league. Quad and, City. And we're out there you know, we have don't we have bigger D tackles on this roster, Tanner? We do. Why was Derek Nottie, like, not the guy that was out there <clears throat> every game? Why was Tershawn Wharton out there starting right away? That doesn't make any sense. Makes zero sense. And, yeah, Nottie, and when he Nottie came didn't in. Didn't the Chiefs re-sign Mike Pinnell, or am I imagining things? No, they did. Uh, inactive, because we ain't going to start him. Why not, right? It, it's very frustrating. The injuries did kill. Nick Bolton still being inactive killed as well. 
And that, you know, that was a topic we had last week about it going into the game. What do you do with Nick Bolton? Well, you sent him wow. out a week because you got depth. Well, you do got depth, but it's still unfortunate that it happened that way. Now we got to rush Tranquil. him back because Tranquil's out. Because he got a concussion still. So, um, yeah. Look, I, I was the one yelling on the sideline 15 rows up when Chanel is right in front of me and Spags is right there saying, I'm yelling, put Chanel in. Because Cochran was in there the whole time. Yeah. This is perfect time. It, even if, like, it wasn't at that time, too, it wasn't really a game at the moment. And I'm like, get Chanel in. We got to get this guy going and be ready to go as a number two for this team because we know Tranquil is going to be a returning guy uh, coming to the scene. He's going to get out and get some money. We'll see. You know, I, I, I think Chanel should have been in more. Uh, but overall, frustrating. Uh, you know, t- Travis Kelsey, like I said, led the way. 81 yards, four receptions, five targets. Rice had nine targets, which is nice to see. Eight receptions. Only 64 yards of that, eight average on that as well. Uh, you know, outside of that, not a lot going on. Not a lot going on. Uh, Pacheco doing Pacheco things on the rush run game. Uh, he still had 13 yards for, for well, this, you know, three receptions, but he just couldn't get a break. This game in particular had a lot of uh, situational unawareness yes. when it came to play calling, and that's what I saw at the, for the most part was that, you know, we saw this stupid-ass play where – and Mahomes was throwing a, a essentially a fade route to Sky Moore, and it's like, first of all, why would you ever run that play in that situation again with that receiver in that situation? I, Correct. I, when I went back and watched the play again, I understood what the point of the play was. The point of the play was it was actually to create a pick to allow a wide open Sky Moore. Sky Moore also stopped on the route mid route on that play. He's also five nine. What what are you doing? It didn't feel like it should have been Skymore play. Why is why was that ever in the first play? I don't care if he's wide open or not. Why are you throwing a fade to Skymore on a play where you're you're trying to set up essentially a pick? Rasheed Rice was down low, trying to block in the corner. The idea of the play was that the the other the safety that was over on Skymore was going to end up getting uh, knocked up on that to where Skymore then gets wide open for the catch that was going to get you maybe 15 yards or so. Um and you know he did. He didn't take the bait. No, basically, he didn't he did. run it. He didn't run into the, the Rasheed route, Rice route in that situation. And uh, it just you're making stupid play calls because that was a pre predetermined uh, pre snap play call that went down. That honestly, that's what cost the Chiefs the game. Be, we have the MVS play, yes, which we know about, which, which is whatever. something that is obviously we're not guaranteed much that, crap. We're not guaranteed the two point conversion after but the touchdown. Anyway, that turnover so. honestly is what that's cost what, the that's what the game. killed it. The drive killer there in the third with that pick. Like at, at, you're gonna you're what? gonna do a point where if you're Patrick Mahomes and you see some of these play calls come in, you got to say no. What? Uh, no. What? Stupid. <laughs> no. How long? And I, I I hate saying this now because I was very excited for him to to come in and EB to leave. How long till we start looking at uh, was that Nagy? Nagy for playing? I don't know right now. I I know who the play caller is. And that's, Nagy sucks, dude. That's who needs to get he figured out. Shit. Nagy might not be the same mentality of Eric Bieniemy, but at the end of the day, the guy calling the plays is the same guy. It I mean, is. It's been that way from day one. I think there was a few moments where, in the, in the past, Doug Peterson took play calling for a, a, a few <clears> snaps a here bit. and there, maybe a few games here and there. There was also moments where Eric Biemney did did I believe take play calling for yep. a game or two, yep, at the most. But this has always been Andy Reid's play calling, always been Andy Reid's offense, and so we we can't uh, blame anyone but the big man who says we got to do better. Big Red. So 
Um, but that's that's what's frustrating is that we don't know where the end in sight is. We don't we don't necessarily know what's going to be the thing that changes because a lot of times he can be stubborn. He's not easy to uh, to get to recognize right away what needs to happen, what the focus needs to be on the offance. But guys, if you're ready, we'll switch over to the Bills game. I got the injury report because <clears throat> I think ready. we let's do injury report now. <clears throat> you want to do the injury report? All right. Yeah. So your injury report here this week here for the Chiefs side of things: Donovan Smith neck did not practice. Zay Pacheco's shoulder did not practice. Drew Tranquil concussion did not practice. Brian Cook his ankle did not practice. Jared McKinnon was limited practice today. Was limited. Still not, you know, 100% gonna, probably going to start. Uh, but he is limited practice. Everybody else was full practice in that as well. Um, if we and that's including Nick Bolton, by the way. Uh, Bills players, uh, Von Miller did not practice. Don Kincaid, oh, everybody else was full practice. So Dawson Knox was activated from the IR. Uh, he has a twenty-one well, twenty-one day practice window. So chance that he'll be available this week here. Uh, it sounds I think didn't they do the same thing Kyrie Elam Elam. Yeah, yeah, Elam too. So, uh, on that, so we'll see if those guys play. But that's kind of your your list of injuries at the moment. All right. So obviously the Bills sound pretty healthy uh, for the most part. They're looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean Chiefs have a few things to be concerned about. Josh Allen was full practice with the right shoulder in, injury. Leonard Floyd's. Everybody else was full practice though. So, so just uh, just kick it off here. You know, being that the the Bills are six and six, Chiefs eight and four. Yeah, this game at Arrowhead is currently sitting at minus one on uh, the sports betting odds. I mean, does that tell you guys anything that uh, Vegas, obviously, in a lot of ways, is giving the Bills the edge here considering uh, being a home team, you get automatic plus three. Um, is this something to be concerned about? I mean, it's not a trap game, guys. This is not a trap game. Both teams are aware of each other. That doesn't exist in this situation. Um, but I think that this is, a, this is a game that the Chiefs were coming up on uh, can't lose territory. We're coming up on territory it's, of saying like this is a must win. If you want seeding, this is a must win. Absolutely, playing some. I mean, absolutely. Unless unless we're going to finally play a wild card game and so on. And but the Chiefs are still in contention for that one seed right now, especially after Jaguars' loss to the Bengals. Um, you know, so still still open. But uh, does it make you worried if you know the Chiefs go out there and they lay an egg against? You know, teams like the Lions and then teams, um, you know, like we just saw against the Packers and teams like we, we saw a couple weeks ago against the Eagles. Does that kind of prove prove everyone's point to say, hey, this is not the same Chiefs team. This is not going to be your Super Bowl contender like usual? This is a desperation game for the Buffalo Bills. This is a must win for the Buffalo Bills, and they know it. They dealt with injuries early in the year. Now it's the Chiefs' turn to deal with all of their injuries and the the Bills, they're cooked, man, if they don't win this game. Meanwhile, you look at the Chiefs' schedule, they basically are getting ready to play four home games, okay? They've got three home games, and they go to New England, which is essentially another home game because New England is fucking tanking for a high draft pick. And so this is not a, a desperation situation for the Chiefs, but the Bills – I mean, their season's over, guys. It doesn't matter if you think that, oh, okay, well, we lost to the Chiefs and we can come back and play better later. No, the Bills have to win this fucking game. And so I I personally think that this is a pick 'em, and that's why the, the spread is so close. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd be 
I'd be I'd be scared right now, like if I was either either team's fan base, because this is this is going to go down to the fucking wire. Yeah, I think so too. And also, we have uh, Carl Sheffers refereeing this game, so our favorite referee. So can't wait to see how he's going to sway things. Uh, something to look, you know, keep in mind of as as we go in this game. So he needs to go opposite. Uh, my my two. I just remembered my two <laughs> favorites back to back. So there's I got my three favorites. So we had uh, Cleet Blakeman. Last week, yeah, <laughs> and then Carl Sheffers next <clears throat> week. Uh, Ron uh, Ron <clears throat> Torbert uh, oh, should, should be should be our referee because that'd be my three favorites all in a row. Um, and as far as refereeing games, I hope that's what happens. You know, so <laughs> they all um, need to go opposite, man. They they've hated on the Chiefs for long uh, enough, so it's time to so, go. Opposite. Something I did want to mention real quick, Tanner, is that how how come we have this separation of um, equality when it comes to Justin Ross's situation versus Von Miller. When it sounded to me like the Von Miller situation was very much the same as what happened with Justin Ross here in Kansas City. And yet Von Miller is supposed to be able to play this game, but Justin Ross is still not allowed to come back. That's just your uh, stature of uh, franchises. That's the difference. One franchises will, you know, we'll we'll let you play out and we'll talk about it in the offseason. The other is like, Nah. Now, hold on. I thought this nah. came down to Goodell. I thought this was a Goodell thing. I thought it he... wasn't a Goodell. I thought mm. this was a franchise thing. Good Goodell's the one that put Justin Ross I thought, on the list. No, no, I thought the franchise. No. I thought Clark Hunt or whatever, that whole uh, Originally, team. Roger Goodell is who put Justin Ross. They, they wanted, the they wanted to let the league make the, cho- I thought, make the choice. I thought they had to make the request to get him on the exempt list. I don't know about that. But I, what, as far as I understood, after the Justin Ross situation went down, they wanted to let the league make that choice, not the Chiefs themselves. The, the, the Chiefs so, wanted to let make the league make that choice, and yet, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm referencing is that somehow Von Miller is allowed to go out and play this week against the Chiefs, but Justin Ross still can't come back from his situation. I, so, if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, someone correct me. But I, I, I saw, I'd like to I, I know more way. clarity on that situation. So here, here's the answer to the question. All right, the answer to the question is that the NFL would love to preach equality. You know, they love to cram equality down our throats. But they are not capable of practicing what they preach. Okay, so they love to put on a good show. They put on a good show, uh, if you guys all remember the uh, the Ray Rice video from a few years ago. Yeah. Okay, so what was the difference between the Ray Rice video and the Joe Mixon video? You had a super old guy who was nearing the end of his career versus a young guy that had not even entered the league yet. Okay. It's basically the same fucking video, just two different guys. One guy at the end of his career, one guy hadn't even started his career. Joe Mixon's still in the fucking league right now, but they blackballed Ray Rice. Like you couldn't believe his career was completely finished. I mean, you're right. Okay. So they like to preach equality, but they don't practice it, not even at a bare minimum. Okay. Now, when you're talking about Justin Ross versus the Von Miller situation, he was 27 when he was um, Here's the what, difference, right, right? guys. Yeah. Okay. So he just was still playing well. Yes, he was. But his point, Joe Mixon never. You just said super Joe Mixon old hadn't guy. even gone like to the draft. He was 30. Yet. His career yeah. was finished. 27. Okay, the point but is, Mixon if you wouldn't, was still in college at the time. The point is, if yeah, you can that's add, college. I've got two different things here. The point is, is you, if you can add value to the league, 
you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna escape punishment. If you can't add any more value to the league, then you're fucked. You're not gonna escape punishment. You're gonna delayed punishment. Okay, right? yeah, that, but, okay. that's what's so, gonna happen. So Von Miller's what thirty four years old. Thirty four, thirty. Yeah, so this he's, is, at, he's at the end of his thing, but so, he's a bigger name. So so once he's a this, big name. Once the year ends and the whole legal proceedings gets done, then the punishment will come for him. So there's two different arguments here. So when I gave you the Ray Rice versus Joe Mixon, that's an old guy versus young guy. We're talking about Justin Ross versus Von Miller. This is a completely different scenario. You've got an undrafted guy, a guy that nobody gave a fuck about, okay, never got drafted, versus a guy that got drafted in Von Miller, round one, pick number two. And, by the way, won the Super Bowl MVP. You're going to treat that guy a little bit different than a guy like Justin Ross, even if they did the same fucking thing. Hey, pays to have relationships. That, pays no, to have no, relationships, no, no, no. Dude. They, they did the same fucking thing. Pays to have relationships. But if they if they're going to preach equality in the NFL, you might want to practice what you preach. You, you don't want to treat guys differently based on if you're an old guy versus a young guy. If you're an undrafted free agent versus a guy that got drafted in the first round and won a Super Bowl MVP. That's bullshit. I don't care what your credentials are. Just like any other workplace, dude. If you any no, other workplace. I, I disagree with that. If you have I disagree with you, that. If, if, Does that make you feel good about it though to say that out loud? No, I no. think it should think, just be I, like any other workplace. No, it's not. Should be suspended until Nobody gives a shit about other but workplaces. It's just like that the doesn't workplace. make me This sense. is no different than any other workplace I've been around. No different. Completely different. You mean just it's like basic, making different. up rules for thee but not for me kind of idea? No. If well, I'm in the workplace with you, Tanner. The leniency of the rules. If, is if, if I, people. If Le- I yeah. Tanner, if, if yeah. I'm in the workplace with you. Well, see, that's you, where racism comes into play. There's no Obviously. racism in this. No, but it can. Well, it, it can. If, if the, uh, the, is, the worker, the more is, tenured worker. This is less racism Because that, that's issue. when they won't allow that to happen. This is less of a racism issue. It's just a relationship. Who... If you have a great relationship with your boss, let's just say you guys are buddy buddies, right? You're going to get more leniency with some of the rule breaks. It's so still like this matter. year, you think it's Von Miller and Goodell matter. do coke together? Is that why? Yeah, I, I think no. they you might. Think they're out there getting high together. Is who, that what the who knows what is? the hell they do? Tanner, if you and I were working, how come Chad Johnson got got fined all that money? He didn't have a good relationship with Goodell. It's bullshit. Because Chad Johnson's a nice guy. He's a great guy. Tanner, if you and I were working at the exact same it's job same right now. Yeah, and I was Joe Mixon, and you were Ray Rice. We're not. We're gonna get treated the exact same because the management's not but, gonna give a fuck. But we did the exact same fucking thing. The age look, doesn't matter. Look when the evidence. Why up, does right? the NFL? Look when the evidence. Why does up. the NFL treat it differently? There was a delay in the Ray Rice video, so I'm gonna be able to hang around for a little longer, like Ray did. And then when the video drops, then that would happen. But if you and I are in the workplace, we're working the exact same fucking job. There's no such thing as an undrafted free agent and a first round draft pick. No, there isn't. That's that's my problem but with what the also, NFL is doing right now. There's also your vet of winning a Super Bowl, an MVP, Pro Bowl, who's talked with Goodell, who's I think he's been on the NFLPA or something like that too. Okay, but if you're Goodell, like, don't you wouldn't you want to support more of your young athletes no. to get the game you're still moving support in a, the in a guys positive you're around. forward place? Support your vets. Von Miller has one game. year left at the most. This is an undrafted Justin Ross could have eight undrafted more years. free agent who didn't what? start. But Mike, I'm not so no, I would support him. He was either. on the verge of starting, especially on this shitty ass roster. Mike, can you can you just Andy specify Reed. can you specify exactly what we're talking about here? Is, is the Von Miller thing was that 
that a domestic violence yeah, issue? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And was the Justin Ross thing a domestic violence issue? Yeah. So if Tanner and I are working at the same fucking guys, company, Tanner and I... We don't I, want it to be this way, but... He thinks that, that he'll get away with more if he's been more Tanner, tenured. I'm not yeah. going to give away your company, okay? I'm not going to say that here. But if you and I are working, working with your company, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I commit domestic violence and you do the same thing... I'm sorry, buddy. Your your seniority. He thinks he gets special privileges. No, fuck if, no. You're if, fired. If I got In the fact, you'd probably be fired before I would. No, I wouldn't. I think at you all. Would. Well, you get paid more. Might as well fire the guy that's getting paid more. Save it's, the company. It doesn't some happen money. like yes. that, guys. Guys, Justin Ross is getting paid the shit. The importance. <laughs> he knows of, I'm right. He knows I'm right. A relationship shit. in a workplace is massive. That's why Von Miller has not been officially suspended. So you. So you're telling me that if I can beat a woman. If I have a good relationship just, with my boss, that's okay. I'm I can saying, beat the shit out of her. I'm if you're just saying, is that what you're, you're telling tenured, me right now? Vet. No, I didn't say that at all. You're full of shit. I didn't right say now that at all. What you are? I didn't say that at all. You need to shut your I'm fucking mouth. I'm telling you you're why Von Miller isn't suspended. That's what you asked Fuck me you. for. I'm telling you, Roger Goodell is I didn't a piece say, of shit. Why are you turning this in like as if I would tell you to do something? I just gave you the. I example. gave you the answer of why Von Miller's not suspended. Why? Why is you asked me why? I told you why. Okay. Reset. Why is the NFL different than the average working man's workplace? They're not. They're not? No. Okay. Then why is Von Miller playing this week and Justin Ross is not? I just gave you the fucking example. I, I gave you the example as well. I told you the answer. Okay. Believe it or not. So if you beat, if you beat. If, I've seen the shit. I ain't even worried about it. If you, I, if you and I. This is a horrible example, guys. Okay? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> if Tanner, if you and I each beat a woman in the next seven days, okay, Jesus. and you you and I work for the same company, you're telling me that you're going to be fine because you've worked for that company I, for seven years, and no, I've only no, worked no, no, there no, for no. ten days. Jason, not fine. That, not that fine. doesn't make any fucking delayed, sense. Delayed. I might be there an extra week or two until everything else gets officially released. You're full because of shit. Because I've, I've okay? been in the relationship. Let me with give that you boss. the correct answer, Tanner. The correct answer is what it should be. If you and I are in the same workplace, what it should be is this. not in the NFL. Not in the NFL. As a normal human I'm being, you it's you know what, Tanner? Corporate world's different, dude. Tanner, you and I are getting fucking fired at the exact same time. That's how it should be. That's the difference between you and me and the fucking NFL. That's how it should be. That's the fucking answer right there. Right. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. Containers by the corporate world, you could just do whatever you want willy nilly. I'm not if, saying if that. You're some superior. I'm just saying there's more relationship based <laughs> issues. So, holy moly, Von Miller, Von Miller oh. should be off the team right the fuck he now. Should but be. he's not. He should be. Okay, I'm glad we all agree on that part at least. All right, so uh, guys, <laughs> get, get, let's get back real quick to the Bills game. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, hold on, hold on. Darcy's got something. What? Uh, hang on. Uh, let's see here. Starcy says it was up to the league to go to the list. NFL controls. Uh, Dave says NFL controls exemplus. Roger only. <clears throat> yeah. And then Starcy says Buffalo wants Miller on the list so we can cut him. Miller uh, girlfriend came out and said nothing happened. He still gets arrested, right? Okay. Because she called. Hmm. So that's a separate issue because Von Miller, the last time I checked, has a whole lot more money than Justin Ross. He can pay her off. He can get a settlement right here, yeah. right now. 
not a big deal. He can give her a hush payment. He could be what Josh Giddey's doing right now. Right. What yeah. Giddey's doing. Meanwhile, Justin Ross I, doesn't have any money. Justin Ross was in an apartment on he Neiman have any Road. Fucking money. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Freaking apartment on Neiman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've driven by it a hundred times. We went by it today, as actually, as a matter of fact. He but, doesn't uh, have any fucking money. Versus Von Miller, uh, you know, he's probably That's got a few different houses yeah. around the country. I'd say. So, anyways, guys, I don't. I'm. I'm glad we talked about that for a minute at least, but uh, just to prove a point, I suppose. But um, damn, this Bills game in particular, we, we're running into a situation where the, the Chiefs themselves have not been great defensively at forcing turnovers. What are you laughing about? I was just pointing over at Jason. Uh, I know you're going to love this here because I'm, I'm going to say it anyways. All right, dude. Can I say it anyways, Jason? Whatever you want. I promise I'm not going to talk about beating women. I'm going to start counting my money. Luka John, John, Donchkick. I can't say his fucking name. His first place Donkey record 25-point triple-double in a single half since play-by-play <laughs> play was first tracked. There you go. Insane. That's insane. All right. We'll get NBA here in a minute. But um, So, guys. Start counting my money. Here's the thing with the Bills. So they are turnover machines over there on offense. Yeah. Chiefs defense is as good as they played most of the year or this year. I've not been as opportunistic as they could be. I feel like the, the turnover game, especially interception-wise, has been way down from where it should be at. I'd like to see more turnovers in the passing game. Josh Allen's good at that, obviously. Uh, I was uh, making fun of him recently, calling him uh, um, Josh Cutler. Um, not that long ago, because he, he's wow. kind of turned he's kind of turned into Josh Cutler, just uh, slinging the ball out there for no reason at all. He's got into, a shitty ass fucking coach. Into I'll, double I'll, coverage. I, I'm not going to take that away from him. He's got a shitty so, ass fucking coach. He, he has not. I, I feel been, sorry for the motherfucker. If you want to know the truth, he's not been the best at taking care of the ball. But shitty I think ass fucking. Coach. Most of that's probably his own doing, at least. James Cook as well. James Cook has had some issues as well. But I also poor told you guys, my, I, I told you Jamal, or I told you guys James Cook is a poor man's Jamal Charles. And so I've been saying that since he came into the league. Uh, I didn't say he was going to be nearly as good because he's not. But um, you can still get by with a poor man's Jamal Charles. But he's still going to have the fumbleitis. Still going to be decent in the receiving game. And still going to average, you know, five yards of carry. That sounds like a poor man's Jamal Charles in this case for the, for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you're just you don't have that lightning. I'll never forget it. You don't have that lightning ability that Jamal did as a chief back in his prime. Um, but still, at the end of the day, uh, you know that team has Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis. Uh, this defense has to step up because I don't trust this offense anymore to get the job done. Why would we? I mean, we're gonna have to pound the rock with Pacheco, who has a a, con- a shoulder contusion, um, and we don't know how the running game is gonna look at that point. Uh, Wanya Morris. Looks like he'll be starting in place of Donovan Smith, which could be a positive in the run game. Um, but the receiving game is just a total disaster. So, in this case, uh, facing the Bills, I mean, your best bet is to just play great defense and then win the turnover battle. If you don't win the turnover battle against the Bills, I'm going to assume we probably lose the game because that's what the Bills do the best to, w- to lose games is turn the ball over. Where, where do you set your offense up? That's what it, That's what the key is. How do you set your offense up and where do you set your offense up? That's your key of the game. Is it turnovers? Is it deep in their own territory? What do you got to come to play for the defense? Because they got to give every kind of inch of help to this offense. Well, who do we rely on offensively, Tanner, for the Chiefs to create explosive plays downfield, twenty-five plus or more? Who? I don't have anybody. We don't. We don't have anybody. I don't have anybody. Like that guy doesn't exist anymore. Kelsey does everything underneath. Everything's underneath. Everything's underneath. everything's literally within ten yards or, or less. It's. Yeah. And that's nope. it. 
Nope. I, and I, then when we do throw downfield, it doesn't work because we've got this turd Marquez who's something's always going wrong. When, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much what we got. We got Justin Watson, who has no rack uh, at all, no rack ability. Tony, non-existent. Well, Tony's never used downfield. Non-existent. So you got you got Justin Watson, Richie James. Do, I mean, do we get Richie James involved? I mean, that'd be amazing. I, I'd be okay with why that. Would, why would you not? Yeah. Why would you not just literally bench Sky Moore's dumbass because he is a dumbass and just move on with Richie James and see what the hell happens? Just go for it. Why would you not at this point in the season? Yeah. I, I'd rather just cut our losses rather than sitting here and fiddle fucking around for the whole year and getting nowhere with these receivers because it's getting old. Yeah. Why not try to do something? I mean, anything by this by this stage of the year. My whole point bringing up Justin Ross was that he he could be if if he had not been an idiot himself, uh, just literally be our WR two right now, because he would have had to have been. Yeah, he would have been our only potential medium to downfield threat on this roster if he just stayed healthy. Because we were going to need him for those kind of plays as the year went on, and now we're relying on other turds who are not good at it. Where we know Justin Ross is is at least good at it. We've seen that before many times. So, many times, yes. But yeah, it's dude, it's just frustrating overall. Yeah. yeah, and I honestly, for me, I'm a little worried about the game. Honestly, can we go blow for blow if if the Buffalo Bills do what they did against the Eagles? Oh. Can we go blow for blow? They have more explosive big play potential than we do at this mm-hmm. point. And so you got Gabe Davis, uh, Stephon Diggs at any moment. We know Knox, James Cook has more speed. You have Knox Kincaid out there. That's a Dal- double tight end threat. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid is a, is an awesome tight end on the rise. Um, so. It's, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to come down to defensive play and turnovers. So that's going to be what ends up, uh, you know, choosing the victor in this, which is why the spread is minus one and a half for the Chiefs. Yes. Uh, and honestly, smart betters probably should go uh, opposite of that, which I'm probably not going to. But, oh, well. Do you guys do you want to make a pick for the for the game right now? Sure. Why not? We've been uh, on this topic oh, a long time. <clears throat> over under, it's 48 and a half. Yeah. You got to go with the under, I think. <laughs> The whole year's been under. I don't know. I don't know. The whole, this whole uh, year under is minus under. 108 on DraftKings. I'd probably take the under on that. I think I would, too. But because it's at Arrowhead, I'd take the under. And you yeah. can go really any route. You can go plus 105 at minus 108 on FanDuel and minus 108 on DraftKings for Chiefs. All so. right. What's our score predictions, JG? <sighs> Oof. Before I do my score prediction, I do my hot take here real quick. So... Uh, a lot of people th- still think that uh, that Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, um, and that that's been the case the past couple of years. Uh, but the way I see it right now, he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, he's not one of the best players in the league, and in fact, he's not actually the best Josh Allen in the league because Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Has 13 and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, and an interception. I feel like for my money, I like, I'll take the Josh Allen of the Jaguars over Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. I feel like if tit for tat, if you're looking at those two positions, I think Josh Allen of the Bills is not even the best Josh Allen in the league. And I know that sounds like I'm, I'm trashing him, and maybe I am, but, uh, you know, I feel like Josh Allen is just a turnover machine. And he's going to, I mean, he's doing, he's been doing a little bit better of late. But overall, he's still thrown fucking, I mean, he's lost, uh, 
three fucking fumbles. He's got 13 fu- fucking interceptions this year. Could be a disaster for him this week. And so I, I don't give him a lick of respect in this game. I think the Chiefs are probably going to win the game because they're at home. And I think Josh Allen's going to shit the bed because I really – I just don't think he's that good, man. Not not this year. So give me uh, – let's do 20 – 21. Let's do, you know what? Let's do 21 to 17 Chiefs. Hey, I'd love that score. I'd love that score. I hope, I hope that's the way it turns out because um, that, that's the kind of game I want to see unfold at this point. In the if year. you're not even the best Josh Allen, how can you be the best quarterback in the league? Well, you're not the best quarterback in the league. No, fuck no. But not Josh, Allen's, Josh Allen's a guy we wanted as Chiefs fans uh, not that long ago. We just couldn't make it happen with a trade or anything. So... Uh, yeah, no, I, I like it. Do you want me to go, Tanner? Go for it. Yeah, so I'm going to go something similar as you. Uh, I actually do have the Chiefs winning this game 23-20. to 20. So close game once again. Uh, under On the under, I'm on the under again. I got 48.5 on the under. So um, I, just, I, I, I think that somehow we can find a way to pull this damn thing off with better coaching. And I think that's how the Chiefs win this game is just through better coaching. Because uh, otherwise, the, the truth is, uh, the Bills, in a lot of ways, are more are the more talented team right now. Um, look, the uh, man, this is rough here. Uh, the uh, favorite has covered the last or past. There was three three out of four games. The favorite has covered this matchup here the last two years. Um, each time this KC and Buffalo played in the regular season, Buffalo has won uh, those games as well. And I think it's going to be pretty similar to what last year's was in October. Uh, I'm going to go 24-20, Buffalo. All right, there we go. Chase will be put in a tough spot if that's the case. So uh, we'll see how it unfolds there. Um, all right, guys, uh, let's move it on along real quick. I, I did want to um, – did you guys want to talk about the um, the National Day of the Day? Because every day we have a National Day of the Day. We always talk about this. Every like, day. Oh, it's every day is some kind of form or shape of a day, and um, today's national day of the day, Tanner. It's Pawnbroker Day. Pawnbroker Day. We mentioned that a little <sighs> bit ago. Um, now, I feel like maybe <clears throat> some of us have been to pawn shops in our life. Like, what's your best uh, pawn shop experience? I got to see Chum Lee in Vegas. For you. <laughs> yeah, we did. in Vegas. We got to see Chum Lee. Chumley was in there. So you, that was at his wedding, yeah, right? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I remember that shit. Now that he's, was a good time. Now what's he doing yeah. in there? Now he's in prison. So, oh yeah. But he was well, doing. Do do? He, he, doing he didn't do shit. So yeah, when he we just sat in a chair, and you yeah. had to pay to to go take a picture with. Yeah, him. Oh, that's he stupid. was just doing photo ops. That's, all that's stupid. stupid. He should go to prison for that. But it's not <laughs> when like when you walk in there to the Pawn Stars, it's not even the same thing as the television set. Like, when you watch the show on TV, it's like this giant fucking, Place. you know, production, a huge fucking room. You walk into Pawn Stars in Las Vegas. Everything's like, roped off. It's literally yeah. the same size as the wedding chapel where you got married. It's yeah. a tiny-ass yeah. fucking building. And it's, like, it's roped off for you to, like, walk in a line to, like, look at the tables and yeah. shit. So, so yeah. this motherfucker, all he was doing was just doing photo ops. Yeah. yeah. That's all it was. I don't know. I've, uh, I've not been to very many pawn shops in my life. No, only, I, don't, only, I don't. I've been to a couple in Colorado, but like, not for any like real good reasons, or just to mess around. Pretty sure that was like the only one I've been in. I don't. I don't spend a lot of time in those. I feel like the only time that people go in there is like if they need the money and they want to pawn something off. 
Um, although when I I've been going down to you know, you know eBay is for eBay exactly. Just use eBay for the same crap. I mean, you got but, paid thirteen percent fees, but whatever. I've been going down to Windstar a lot down there on the Oklahoma Texas border, and they do have a giant ponds shop that I want to go into. Oh yeah, it's right. It's right outside there. And I've never been in there. I think I'm going to go in there hopefully this month um, because it's huge. I just want to see what they got going on in there. But uh, with the with the Pawn Stars shit, I I think if I could go into this one of these pawn shops, my number one goal would be to buy all of the guns because they do sell guns in there. And I feel like if I just if I just purchase all of the guns, could be a lot. In that one store, I can make the world a better place because I'll get all of the guns off the street. Yeah. I'm just going to destroy them because we just had another shooting. I don't know if you guys saw this. Oh, in Vegas. Las Vegas today. There was another shooting in Las Vegas. So the United States, we're we're having shootings basically almost every day in this country. And I feel like if I just buy up all the guns and destroy them, then I'll, I'll get well, all of the guns off of the street because we all know that it's not human beings that kill people. It's the guns that kill people. So I'm trying to get so, them all up. If I could just buy them all out of the pawn shops, I'll be I'll be doing a That's a, a lot service. of pawn shop stops because that well, one's over you know, at the Oklahoma border with Texas. It's baby steps. You think they would go there then, Las Vegas, for the shooting? You think they'd Maybe. pick them up from somewhere else? It, it's baby steps. If I could just okay. get all of the guns from oh. one pawn shop... Yeah. And then move on to the next one. Now I'm taking guns now, off. That the reminds me of the environmentalists, where it's just baby steps, like one small thing at a time. Exactly. To keep the world a better exactly. place. Exactly. And so, you know, making your impact. I like get that. rid of all the guns because, like I said, it's not the people that kill people; it's the guns that kill people. So if you, yeah. if you can get your mind, if you can get in the right mindset and understand that and try to remove all the guns off the streets, the world will be a better so place. You're doing good things for humanity. Yes. Environmentalists doing good things Absolutely. for you know, the world, the environment, and that way, the way they do things, like just one step at a time. And so, yeah, I like that, man. That's a, that's a good idea. I like that. And that, that's a different thing that you just brought up. But we do need <laughs> No, to get, but I could see the similarities. We do need to get all of the uh, gas-guzzling vehicles off of the roads. That, yeah. that would be better so for the environment. one small car at a time. Yes. Just move it along. That way. You <clears> a, you own a, well, don't you have a Prius? Oh, I do. My wife has a So Prius. that's a great start right there. She's making a, making a step from, you know, a, a normal, you know, diesel or, you know, some of these cra- like, the, this crazy yeah. stuff we see out there in the roads and having a Prius as one small step you guys see that new in the right direction. Tesla truck they put out? Like it's indestructible? Yeah. It's pretty insane. Now, but is it going to take uh, gasoline or diesel? No, that's, that's, that's electric. Yeah, but All that's, electric. That's great. That's because Elon Musk is a genius. But that's Elon Musk, though. I don't really trust that guy. So I do I do like I electric mean, he told, vehicles. You tell me what he did. He told a bunch of companies to suck it. I uh, So I, I do so. I do like electric vehicles because it removes fossil fuels out of the atmosphere, but I, I don't trust Elon Musk. And I know that's kind of counterintuitive there. But I feel like Elon Musk supports Trump, and I, I don't really support Elon Musk and, because he's, uh, he, he seems like he's kind of a retard or something like that. And <laughs> and Dogecoin's up to ten cents again. Yeah, no, so, I don't want to have anything to do with Elon this Musk. Is, but any this other is a great company, time period to make changes. If I, if I can get electric vehicles on the road that are not produced by Elon Musk, that would make a lot of sense to me. Well, they're working on it, man. We already have some out. Yeah, but uh, it's not. Yeah, $500 worth of bullshit. Okay. Yeah, don't trust that guy, That's, man. All right. 
Well, you follow him on Twitter at least, or X? No, because I, I bought a bunch of Dogecoin, and then he lost me some money. Well, hold on. It's coming back. Like I said, last night I was sitting there in bed, and it was it went up to $0.10. Cents, I was going to buy Which is its highest rate in over a year. I still have some on Robinhood, dude. Oh, I, has to, I, I still have tons. I was going to buy a <clears> Tesla. <throat> My goal was to buy a Tesla, and then I found out that Elon Musk was, you know, something wrong with that guy, you know. I just so think, I you know, at this point with our currency, that we might as well move on to Dogecoin. And just uh, do it that way. I don't mind it. Fine. I don't. I don't mind the Dogecoin and the Bitcoin and the yeah. the ETH. But would you buy Solana? A, would you ever buy a, a Shiba Inu? Would that be something you would ever do? I've known people that made a lot of money on that bullshit. So yeah, Mike, what was your pond story? No, I don't. I don't really have one. Like my mine was literally the same thing as you guys, I guess. Well, he was um, drunk and getting married at the time yeah. that we yeah. walked into that <clears> fucking pond star. I don't know that I was drunk when I was getting married, but I I got drunk after. And got lost in, a, lost in a parking, parking garage. garage. Well, I was lost a in, a, in a parking garage. <laughs> Tanner, were you drunk during your wedding? Because that, that's no. another great question. No, I was not. Mm. Were you and drunk you... the weekend before your wedding? Yes. Mike, were you sober? Were you sober during your wedding? Like or... during the wedding? Yeah, I was sober. Mm. Like I might have had like one yeah, drink before. We were that, was, sober. I, that was it. No, I was sober during <clears> the wedding. Like after the wedding, I wasn't like I was drinking nothing. Like, but reception time for me is, you know, we were. Yeah, but we, so we, I was somehow in, I wouldn't say classify myself as drunk. somehow. How did I lose you guys and end up in a parking garage and and my? Well, you new left wife. me. I was at a karaoke bar and you left. That's me. probably why I want to get away from your ass. But, you know, <laughs> I, I remember. Okay, no, my yeah ex wife probably being an idiot somewhere, and <laughs> so I think I got lost in a parking garage trying to find my way back to my hotel, yep. hoping maybe she'd be there, and I have no idea where she was at. She tried to call me from the phone eventually at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Because her phone was was dead or something, something along those lines. Something stupid. Oh no, her friend had her phone. Something stupid like that was a, it was an awesome wedding, guys. I'm glad I'm sharing this with you. Um, so, anyways, that was my that was my best uh, pawn story, I guess. I think the bottom line is we need to spend more time in Vegas because it's been a while. Uh, I don't uh, spend enough time over there. Feels like. Yeah, I, I was, <laughs> I, I was just mentioning today that I'm going to take a long break from Vegas. But if, if you guys can, can convince me otherwise, then maybe I'll go out there for, like, a, a couple of days at the most. That'll be it. So uh, not, nothing extravagant. I need to th- – this recovery period for me has been pretty rough. I'm not going to lie. This, this is my roughest recovery period I've had in a while. <laughs> I've been struggling. But then again, I was, I was hitting it hard. And the, there was, prob- that's was your prob- the problem is, is that you tried to recover. If you would have just stayed shit-faced the entire time, even up until right now, you'd be fine. You wouldn't well, even know the difference. That would be great up until literally tomorrow. So, fortunately, yeah. I don't think life works that way. Well, it can. You just need to give it a chance. You think Ric Flair? You know, you know Ric Flair, the old wrestler. Like, you think he's you know like Dusty Rhodes? You think he just lived his life every single day, just going through a constant hangover and like pretty much just drinking through it, and just drinking through it, and never really getting hung over. You can do it. You can do it. Um, as long as you're not an alcoholic. Alcoholics. Yeah, they can't do it. But. I don't, okay, well, if I was to pull one of those moves, then uh have to go to some classes. We'll try probably. it next year, guys. The buffoons are going to we'll try see. it next we'll year. We'll see what happens, I guess. Maybe we'll get some footage or something. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> are we ready? Yeah, let's do the easy money, man. Easy money bet of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we had a good week last week here. Finally a good week. Uh, we went four, or sorry, three and one. Three and one. Shit ball. I'll let you know who that loss is here in just a minute. Shit ball. 
Seahawks plus nine for JG out here. He had that dub. Uh, Mike with the Chiefs pick under 42 and a half with an L. They did surpass that in the team totals or the game total. Uh, I had the Chargers minus four and a half. They won there by six point or so they had a six point win. Uh, I was worried about that one towards the end because they did they did give a big, a big play, but they ended up getting sag after that. And Detroit minus four, we got that one as well. So give me the fucking percentage, you piece of shit. Two dubs by myself here that puts us at twenty seven and thirty one. JG's percentage is now at sixty percent, back up there. Mike's down to forty seven percent. I am back up to forty one percent. Oh shit! And the buffoons' total percentage is forty seven percent. We're getting, we're guys, we're gonna get there. We're gonna by the season's end, we're gonna be over fifty. Okay, that's what matters. So, JG, okay, you we'll let you take first? it away, babe. Because I was so drunk last week, I didn't even give you guys a legit pick. I feel like the week before last, I overthought everything. You overthought, yeah. It's almost like you make better picks when you're hammered. So, <laughs> I I didn't even think about it, dude. I just started looking at the fucking you know the lines and everything. I just popped out, popped it straight out of my ass, and I won. So I'm not gonna overthink it this week. I'm going to use the same exact strategy, okay? Did not overthink this shit, guys. I just looked at the fact that Detroit is minus three at Chicago. Okay, so you got Mitch Biscuit. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess. Uh, who's the starting quarterback in Chicago right now? Do you guys even know who it is? It's Fields. Yeah. It's Fields. Fields Mr. Fields, Fields, Fields has come back. So I feel like it was Mr. still Mitch Biscuit. So Mitch, well, Mitch is in Steelers world starting. Yeah. Okay. Well. So Fields has been is starting again. So Detroit at Chicago, you had thirty-one twenty-six the last time around, okay? And that was three weeks ago. I feel like Detroit's going to make the adjustments here. I don't feel like that game is going to be that close at all. Shouldn't have been that close the last time around. Give me Detroit minus three. That's my easy money bet of the week uh, because Detroit is just that much better than Chicago. I, oh, there we go. Actually, I agree with that one. Yeah, time. no, I, I like that one. That's a good pick, I think. Uh, for me, I will I will take one that looks pretty easy on paper. This is essentially a pick 'em, but uh, we're looking at the Colts and Bengals. Bengals being plus one. Take the Bengals to go ahead and cover that, or just win, obviously. Um, so that's an easy one for me. Uh, Jake Browning played pretty well last week, and uh, I I think that the Colts are just not one of those teams that is what the record shows to be. I also think the Bengals can rely on Joe Mixon to get the job done on the ground, um, and I just I, I think that that's just a better, well, more round, well-rounded team. Also, we can prove to a, a point to a degree here that uh, Mister Joe Burrow is uh, more of a system quarterback than we uh, all. Let's thought. calm down now. Let's calm. A little down. bit of a system quarterback, considering Mister Jake Browning played better than Joe Fuck. Burrow's played calm all year down. long. Let's let's, let's so, chill. Uh, I, I think Joey Jake Browning is going to be the man and uh, take care, take them to the playoffs when we all counted them out. I think it's a possibility. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right, guys, let's get to my picks here. I'm done with that Joey B system quarterback he bullshit. He sucks. All right, uh, so Jason actually took one of mine, so we'll – I'll leave that with him. That's good for you guys. That's good for the listeners because he only has to make one pick now instead of two. I got two. Uh, Oh, shit. Still, I actually have three. Is one of them college? No. Thank God. There's no college yet. 
I just, I did I pull something out of your ass with college? No, well, it ended. He's gonna do no, NBA. I, no, it didn't end. There's yeah. bowl games. There's, yeah, I'm not. I don't have, I'm not picking bowl games. He would Tanner, be better I don't know off. With you. Nobody plays bowl games. I did love asking you after I showed you my ticket in Vegas. I showed you my ticket, and you go, "Yo, I went opposite. I'm gonna win." I knew I was gonna win at that point. Yeah, Oregon. And I did. Oregon. What a disappointment. Fuck what do you mean disappointment? The better team won. They'd won the first time too. Mike. Mike. They won both Mike, games. Mike. Turd. Mike. Listen. Listen here. Look what Oregon did after that game. Uh, of be- I don't care. That game. Look what Washington did after that game. I don't care. Who had the better quarterback? Dynamics. Give me Michael Penix Two every different time. Dynamics. Give me Michael Penix Oregon every time. Oregon should have crushed the shit out of Washington. Washington beat and them 36-33 the first time. And they choked time. again. And they choked again. And they oh, choked again. The better team won, Tanner. No, it didn't. Bottom the line is, guys, you make, you. you make better picks when you're drunk. Don't overthink this shit. Just go All with right. the buffoons. And don't listen to his college bullshit. I will, yeah, exactly. I, we'll be back next year with it. Exactly. I'm not picking whole okay. game. So. Are you going to pick the national championship, too? No, I'm not picking. I want uh, you to. I'm not picking I want you anything. To. Go and pick the it. The rest of the I'm ready for you to pick Dude, it. you should have the JG pick that shit. Nobody's playing. I, I cannot wait for him to. No, once Nobody's we, playing. No, once we know the pit, the games. We know the, the games. College playoffs. What are you talking about? No, once we know, we know everything. No, no, once we get closer. No, no, no. Once we get closer, you want I want you to pick all of the them. I want opposite game. of every single one of them. The two or the four? Opposite. Every single one of them. Sure. go opposite Tanner. I don't like any of those. That was a ripoff, too, by the way. Who Like, what the fuck, dude? Who put Texas I'll, I'll in? Go Who puts Texas in? I don't. I don't get it, dude. You're better off choosing an uh, NBA regular season. I'm cool game with Bama Tanner. being in. Texas shouldn't have been in. Uh, His NCAA percent was like 25 the whole year. He's better off taking a regular season. On the show, NBA it game. was. I That's still awful. made good money. I think right. I was positive. Let him. Let him. Money. Let him make his fucking. All right. Let's, let's get, get into it. it. Easy money bet. Uh, we have the Rams and Ravens in Baltimore. Ravens coming off a bye. The Rams, Puka Nakua, it's day to day. Sean doesn't even know what the hell's going on there. What, he, what good that to even go. means? Puka's good to go. He he's he's like whatever. It seems like there's just it just doesn't seem like the Rams team's just all you know bought into everything anymore. No, they uh, won their ring, dude. Whatever. Uh, Lamar Jackson's playing <laughs> hell of a great. This is a perfect line for it because it can be a push or a win here. We're gonna go minus seven on BetMGM, minus one ten on BetMGM for the Ravens, Baltimore Ravens. It's a better team, and they should be able to crush this Rams team and actually hold them to points. So I uh, like this. I'm not overthinking it. Just Ravens minus seven there, and then we're gonna go down to my uh, pick, my quarterback that's gonna get me into the playoffs this week because Kyler Murray's on a bye. The New York Giants plays Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football. One of two games. For whatever the hell reason, in the middle of the season, uh, one's on ABC, one's on ESPN. Uh, this is a again a perfect line for it because I think it's very possible the way it's Don, uh, Danny DeVito's cousin's been playing, uh, Tommy DeVito, plus seven minus one fifteen on points bet for the New York Giants to cover this or at least push it against mm. Green Bay. I, I like that. I, I like that one. I don't like Green Bay in this coming off a no, high. I fucking hate coming Green off Bay. a high yeah. in Lambeau against the Kansas City Fuck Chiefs. No, I like and this now shit. you got to go to New York on Monday night I football. Love, I love that shit. Devito money mania right here. Once you peel him off of his bullshit college, picks, plus he seven. starts thinking. He starts using his brain. Plus after. seven minus I like one it, Tanner. fifteen. I like it right now. You can get down points bet. There you go. Okay. I like that. Okay. Shit. By the way, you can get the Lions at minus three at minus one fifteen on points bet as well. And my your so you got, was the Bengals. So real quick, just you had Giants to cover. Giants to cover the seven. Seven. Okay. Okay. 
I had the Ravens to cover to cover seven. Okay. Okay. All and right. then you had the Bengals. Yeah, Bengals to win. Oh, minus one hundred five on BetMGM money line. Yeah, Bengals to win. So okay, there you go. All right, guys. Well, any final thoughts before we get off here? I think we let them all out. It's no. pretty good today. We let, we let all of our good thoughts out anyway. We let it all hang gonna, out. Who's going to win the in-season tournament? It's rigged, dude. It's rigged. I think, I, I guess you get a bonus oh, I'll if give you it to, win. Hey, I'll give it to the Lakers. The Pacers, dude. Dude, it'll be the, the Lakers. Pacers. It'll be the Lakers because it's rigged. I love the Pacers to win this thing. because they, <clears> they So their bench players get more money off the tournament win, like eight of them do. More money off the tournament win than they'll get the entire year. Or their entire contract, I think. It's insane. Yeah, I don't know. When are we going to find out when's that game being played anyway? Uh, let's see here. I, I feel like it's been on for, what, three months? <laughs> Pretty much. It feels that way. I mean, crap's never ending. Uh, no, you mother truckers. <laughs> All right, we don't need to look into it right now, Tanner, if you don't want to. I got it up. <clears throat> or I did. That's stupid. It's not that important. It's it's early season NBA. So uh, bottom, uh, bottom uh, the, final, the final is uh, December 9th. So we're down to the semifinals, which is Pacers, Bucks. Tomorrow. And the, yep, and the Pelicans, Lakers. And then the winner of those two finally go to the finals of this whole in-season tournament on Saturday, December 9th at 7.30. Bottom line is I, I would trust his NBA picks more than his college football picks. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's not even I just know, like, right we're going to have the college uh, playoffs come up pretty soon. And I, I cannot wait I'm to not, see what he says about it picking. because oh you're gonna pick a game. I'm picking a game. You're gonna pick one. I'm not picking one. No, I'd rather pick a UL, Mass, Tennessee, t- State. I'd rather pick Tech, Liberty to, school, to beat Ohio random State. Little turd school is, in the middle of nowhere Liberty, that, you, State? that you've never even watched before. That's it. Starsky, I'm picking Liberty over Ohio State. Please do. I would much rather listen to Tanner's <clears throat> over under in terms of months until Kelsey pumps her full of that baby batter. What is it? What's the over under well, on that, Tanner? Three and a half? Three and a half months until he pumps her full of that baby yeah, bag. I got a feeling. So here's the thing. Her biological <sighs> clock is ticking. You know, she's 34. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, at this point, he's 34 as well. It'd be almost 35. Year. He's almost 30, <clears throat> 35. Over they got, under. They got money think, to keep that thing alive, dude. I think no, but I mean, I the think story's that, gonna I think come he needs out. to do it now. Nah, the that's story, about time. Story's going to come out in three and a half months. That's the over-under. Yeah, so he needs to do it now. She's having the, her biggest tour of all time right I'm now. taking the over, dude. Here, imagine this. Her biggest tour she's, of all time. Uh, and as soon as it's over, bam. She's No, she's already announced next year she's doing a big tour again. She can do it while she's pregnant. I've seen some of these rappers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Prop, prop, props to him. If he does a pump and dump, you know what? The guy has three ri- He's got two rings. He can do whatever he wants right now. He doesn't want a pump and dump. Got his fucking rings. He's he doesn't want best, a pump and dump. Best tight end in history. Two fucking rings. Pumper full of that shit. Who gives a fuck? You can do whatever you want now, man. You're Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Well, we'll see when that ever day comes. Maybe, maybe Pat will talk him into it. Pat's going to say, hey, I have two kids. Yeah. I got two oh, kids, yeah. so maybe you want to have one right now. Yeah. If you if you if you get her pregnant, you can be with her. I mean, she's a billionaire. You know, you'd be with her the rest of your life. Yep. Be the rest of your life. You're set, man. Just do a pump and dump. So, no, nah, dude, he needs to, uh, he needs to do a pump and stay with her. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see, but I just want to know who's going to indoctrinate who. 
between those two. Ooh. So well, I, I, a, I got a feeling a I know the answer to that because we've already seen topic for some of the outcome. Week. But uh, a topic for next week. Yeah, we, we could think more about that a different day, I suppose. So, all right, guys, we are done buffooning around with you guys. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow. And do all that good stuff. Let JG flash his money for you like a real OG, I guess. Um, but otherwise, uh, we'll see you all on the next one. And hopefully the Chiefs will wake up a little bit. <laughs> see you guys.